When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. And where I am on this situation is, hey, baseball, I don't care. Get to me when it's over. I, I think it's garbage from both sides. I really don't care. Just play baseball. You have enough money. It's enough money to go around. How much money can the owners want? How much money can the players want? Figure it out. Go to an independent arbitrator and get back to me enough this collective bargaining garbage. Yeah, I don't care. I just want to see baseball. And they're all rich anyway, so come on. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Mm, Hello, Canada. Welcome to the RP Show. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to March. A very important day for us and you. And I think we're on. Are we live? Are we good? Do you got me back there? Okay, sorry. Something just happened back here. What a day! We're off and running. <laughs> Thanks for um, being patient, everybody. And as we bring in Darren Moose DuPont, we'll tell you that something happened. I don't know what. We're three minutes late going to wear, so apologies to those watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube, or whatever is your favorite platform to watch the RP show. How do you like us so far? What's up, Moose? Yeah, how about that? It's just like we just lost our feed, what? Three minutes. Three less minutes. Than, well, way less than three minutes before we went to air. It was rolling. Yeah. So anyways, coming up on today's show, it's going to be fantastic. Winnipeg Ice Ford Zach Benson is going to be joining us from the Manitoba capital. They, well, I think they're home. They were on the road forever. He's a Chilliwack, BC kid playing for the ice. He's a big fan of this show, and coincidentally, we're big fans of him. And I think it's going to be a fun WHL chat with Zach Benson. And then Don Andrews, the voice of Palace Athena Fight Club, is going to be joining us. And he's the voice of a lot of things, including the Vancouver Warriors NLL team. Palace Athena is obviously a lot of things out in Vancouver. I think he might have a take on the Canucks game last night. Probably. I would think anybody in Vancouver does. So the ship has left the harbor. We're good. And can you please hit the quick six show horn director, Jordan, please? And thank you. All right, everybody, let's woo Don't like when we, um, you know, things don't go smoothly because for the most part, things have been going very smoothly this week. Very. Coming out of a, just a wild weekend, it's been awesome. And then this, and we still don't quite know what happened, but anyways, we're on the air and we're good. So my Canadian press news wire is still down. It's the backbone of what we do here. So I'm just going to, I'm going to skeet shoot here, Moose, with some, we're going to break with tradition with a quick six and just kind of go all over the place. We kind of did that yesterday. Sure. And it worked. Of course. With the Ovi thing. Yeah. Rasmus Sandin scored the go-ahead goal with 3.23 to go, and the Toronto Maple Leafs beat the Washington Capitals 5-3 Monday night. Michael Bunting, William Nylander, and Justin Hall all scored in the first period for Toronto. 
Pierre Ingvall added an empty netter with 101 to go to seal Washington's 10th loss in their past 13 home games. And because of all of our Eastern viewers and Leafs fans out here in the West, I don't mind at all spending a minute on that game. Now, I'm not watching the Leafs real closely because they're not my team. I bang on them only because of you and Clark. That's it. If the Leafs won the Stanley Cup this year, I'd be as happy as anybody. I'm not joking. Like, it's time for some Canadian team to win. Right. And I noticed I watched SportsCenter four times today. Just had it on in the background yeah. with Jim and in my room. Six, when six minutes are devoted to the Leafs to open SportsCenter, you sense that something's coming. Right. Right? Yeah. You do a little bit. And, you know, they're probably Canada's best chance shot right now. I mean, Calgary is up there. I mean, if Edmonton gets rolling, they could be too. But um, I think they're probably the best shot to win right now in Canada. Yeah. A lot of pressure on them too. And so you kind of put them under the microscope because all, you know, it's been so long. They've got such a high payroll. The expectations are sky high. So it's easy to have them under the microscope. Might sure. have been a tremendous poll question. Who's Canada's best hope to win a Stanley Cup? Yeah. Because I would probably at this point favor the Calgary Flames. And it's not just because I'm here. They've got better goaltending, but uh, a fun discussion. Very. Just checking in into the chat from everybody here. Um, BW watching on YouTube says, it's snowing in northern Alberta. Good morning. Did you open your curtains this morning? Woo! You can't even see across the parking lot of the Gray Eagle. I know. can't see across the parking lot. And as I'm walking in here, the skies just are parting now. Blue skies are coming out. And Brandon said it's actually supposed to be a pretty warm day, but it didn't start out that way. Yeah, well... Yeah, it started out with a storm. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, I'll, go, I'll, I'll get back on point here. Just checking some of the comments, but we got to stay on point. So that's with the Leafs. It just looks like they got something going on. The only bad thing about if the Leafs make a long run in the Stanley Cup playoffs, I would really miss Don Cherry in Coach's Corner. Yeah. They just seem to really go together. Don't they? The Leafs in the playoffs and Coach's Corner with Don Cherry. But no, Sportsnet had other ideas. A three-goal first period staked an early lead to the New Jersey Devils in a 7-2 rout of the Vancouver Canucks. Tanner Pearson and Vasily Podkolzin replied for Vancouver in the second period. The Canucks are who we thought they were. They're not going to make the playoffs. This season was a write-off from the jump. You torch your head coach and GM. You're just trying to pilot with one engine to get back onto the ground. Yeah. They're, not, they're not turning things around in Vancouver, right? I'd like to think there's still hope, but... Yeah? For this season? There is. They're not that far out. What are they, eight points out? Go to the big board. I think they're six or eight points out of a spot. I'd like you to look that up, but... I'm doing it right now. Yeah. Um, I like it when they now, they've got the wild card in there. Yeah. Uh, this is the score app, of course, which is our Bible in a lot of ways. Uh, Vancouver, in terms of points, they have 58, and Dallas has the final playoff spot. They got 61. By my farmer math, that's 13 points out. 58 to 61? Oh, wait, three, three points. points. <laughs> three. Farmer that? math. <laughs> Milestone high school math, sorry. <laughs> what was I looking at? Three points. So, I mean, but it's funny when you say they're not Jets making... Jets are six out. Right. When you say they're not making the playoffs, it's because that's the read you get from the team. And so when you're three points out, really within striking distance and... The read on the team is this team's not making the playoffs. That's a bad sign for your group. 
Now we know they can get on a roll and hope they get in, but uh, it's tough. Well, they're not on a roll now. No, they're not. So, uh, anyways, nice work, gentlemen, getting us back on the air today. I love it with the uh, the IKS crew back in Regina, the world's fastest pit crew. That's all I had there in terms of games, because this is coming from the Canadian Press Wire. The Leafs and the Canucks, and I'm moving on. All national hockey teams from Russia and Belarus have been banned from the IIHF. Hockey's world governing body also withdrew Russia's hosting rights for the 2023 World Junior Hockey Championship in response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Additionally, the Canadian Olympic Committee and its Athletes Commission have urged organizations hosting sporting events in Canada to rescind invitations to athletes and officials from Russia and Belarus. So that continues. Everybody's debated it. It's obviously not the most positive thing. Um, we're going to have Katrina LeMay Doan down here. She was the chef de mission for Team Canada at the Beijing Games. We thought she might have been staying for the Paralympics, but she's not. She's back in Calgary. Katrina will be with us. I'm very interested to talk to the good Saskatoon gal with Canada's brightest smile, what her take is on all of this. So spoiler alert, Katrina LeMay Doan will be down here tomorrow as we dip into the Olympic guest list here in Calgary. I have a point here on, it's point two, I guess. The NHL statement on Russia. You were dabbling over the uh, buffet. We're discussing this last night at supper, which incidentally, I don't even know it was on the buffet last night because all I had was dessert. I had a little scoop of trifle. Apparently it's a Canadian thing. The Americans have no idea what trifle is. I used to make it with my mom when I was in high school. Okay. It's pudding, it's cake, it's whipped cream. It's oh. ho, 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 ho! And a sliver of pecan pie. That's all I had. What did you have? They had some uh, beef and Yorkshire pudding again. It was prime rib night over deep. the weekend. Oh, no, I went deep. They had a little Asian food there. Some fish. Um, got a little bit of everything. It was good. Yeah, so that was the buffet last night. And then this morning, I thought I got trapped in the elevator. But I did not. The elevator got to the bottom floor, and most times it would go bing and open. It didn't open. Heart rate up to 180 immediately. And I thought, let me just try something. Hit door open. Away it went. Wow. Bob's your uncle. Okay. But you know they were just working on the elevator last week. Right. So I was a little concerned that maybe I'd be trapped in the elevator, which incidentally has happened to me in Phoenix. Yeah. Three hours. Where three was and yours? A half hours. Banff, you said? In Banff at the hotel. It was six of us on the elevator, and I had the only bottle of water. Woo, how about that? We're sitting down three and a half hours. Have you ever been trapped in an elevator, folks? It ain't fun. And this one's been a little clunky coming down to the bottom, and I've been a little nervous. I was uh, in Phoenix. I was there hosting the Ryderville, Arizona party. I was trapped in the elevator. Fortunately, had my cellular phone. So I called my longtime trusty broadcast partner, Carmelo Carteri. He was in his room, and I said, Carm, I'm stuck in the elevator. He goes, what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Maybe call somebody. Yeah, go to the front desk. I don't know. Get in here and climb the cable. Help me. Jesus. Anyways, moving on. Uh, I'll get to the baseball lockout here. I'm just jumping into it. But you started on the NHL comment on Russia, and then that went into the buffet, and you didn't actually address the comment. Oh! 
the yeah. NHL statement. So you said that they said everything that we said yesterday on the show is basically what you said. Yeah, they're not representing the Russian flag. They're just coming over as people representing their teams. So we condemn, you know, Russia and representing the country, but we support the people that are in Canada and in North America playing hockey. They're representing their families and themselves and the teams they're playing for. They're not over here representing Russia wearing a Russian flag. Well, I've been around uh, international competition. I've broadcast the World Juniors. I was the voice of Team Canada on Sportsnet Radio nationally on 27 radio stations. So I hate the fact that the Russian players are going to be punished for the actions of their leader. It seems so freaking elementary. It seems so grade two to me in that going to pub- punish the whole class. You're all staying inside from recess because this idiot wants to spitball at Susie. But that's exactly what it is. And I'm not arguing it. I totally get it. It's just sad that it's come to this. Yeah. Right? That's my take on that. And yeah, the NHL, I just thought there's no way you could punish the players, deny them a right to make a living because of the idiotic actions of their leader. To the, uh, the, to the NBA, and I was encouraged by our consultant, who will at this point remain nameless, to talk a little more NBA because of the major market viewers in Vancouver and Toronto watching us. So Scotty Barnes made his first 11 shots and had 28 points and a season-high 16 rebounds in the game, leading the Toronto Raptors to a 133-97 victory over the Brooklyn Nets last night. I watched the game. I don't know if you did or not, but I really liked the play-by-play announcer on TSN. I don't know who it was. Somebody, you got to tell me who it was. It wasn't Matt Devlin. It wasn't from Halifax. I love Matt Devil, and he follows me on Twitter. Clearly, he's a good guy. I'm thinking maybe he was ill or something, but the guy they had last night was really good, too. And Leo Routon was doing color. So I'm listening really closely in my room to the game, trying to get a cue or a a shot of him. Yeah. And they called him Jonesy. Is it Paul Jones? They called him Jonesy. Might have been Paul Jones. Bingo! Yay! Thank you. I got him! What do I win? Anyways, I thought he was very good. I really enjoyed the Raptors game last night. And uh, just saying, people say you need to uh, dabble out of your comfort zone and talk a little NBA. And I'm like, that's cool. I know basketball. Sure. Kids played it. Was a huge NBA fan in the 90s. Chicago Bulls era. Last dance. Uh, So anyways... Blown out by Charlotte and Atlanta in their first two games after the All-Star break. The Raptors were on the good side of a romp against the Nets, team missing their best players. And their coach, Steve Nash, was kept out of the game because of COVID protocols. We're still doing that? (laughs) Anyways, this is the warm-up. We're only three points in. When we come back, we'll talk a little more NHL. Who's Canada's best hope to win Lord Stanley? MLB lockout, Connor Murray, Art Bryles. It's all ahead. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network. Also, YouTube Live. And if you missed the show, check us out on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Great Eagle Resort and Casino, the place to be. We are in the gateway to the foothills out here in beautiful Alberta, Canada, on the doorstep of the Canadian Rockies, and we just love it. It's only Tuesday. I'm already looking forward to the weekend. Going to do a little Junior A playoff action. Going to do uh, a Banff trip, Moose. You're going to be gone. Yes. So uh, I'll be finding things to do. 
We're breaking from tradition. The Quick 6 Show topics are a dog's breakfast today on the RP Show, and I don't mind saying it. It's the way that it is. Uh, Randy's watching in Winnipeg on Game Plus TV, and he says, Good morning, RP crew. He says, I turn on Sports Center five to ten minutes after it starts, skipping the Maple Leafs drama. LOL. I don't mind it. There's a chance for me to watch Mike Johnson, my guy, uh, and him breaking down the Leafs. I'm, again, I'm on the Leafs train. It's fine. If I, just, I want a Canadian team to win the Stanley Cup. Wouldn't it be something if it was Toronto, Calgary? Can you imagine oh, there'd be boy. blood in the streets? That would be unbelievable. Yeah. Furthermore, Metal Shingle Guy is watching. This is the 902 text line. We're open for business at 902-518-3033. Pick up the phone and text RP on the 902 line. He's a big CFL guy, a big Rough Riders fan, Metal Shingle Guy. He says, it sounds like John Murphy's in Edmonton. Now they signed Martavis Bryant. After giving Kenny Lawler 300 grand, should be lots of good players let go before camp, methinks. Yeah, maybe. That's another thing because I watched SportsCenter four times. You understand how good Chris <laughs> Jones is for the league. There's highlights of Martavis Bryant playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and it says Edmonton Elks signed Martavis Bryant. And no, Murph isn't with the Elks. I know the status of one John Murphy, and the status is that he's not with the Edmonton Elks, let's put it that way. He'll be back, but not this year. The thing with Jones, and everybody knows Martavis Bryant, originally drafted by the Steelers in 2014. He's a BTT, as John Lynch would say. Big time talent. A BTT. <laughs> I talked to John Lynch on the phone on the weekend. I put him on speaker just so Moose could hear our conversations. Yes, yes, yes. He was on point, wasn't he? Oh, he was. <laughs> he, was he was particularly lucid that day. Anyways, Chris Jones is just collecting talent. It's like when we were kids, collecting the best hockey cards. It's all that he does. And the interesting thing about the Argos last year, where Murphy and Jones were there, they collected all that talent too, but they never really threw anybody overboard once the season began. Right. Remember that? Yeah. We all thought they were going to cut all this big-name talent when the season started, but they never did. Right. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, very. And there was a lot of names on that on that roster, you know, and Martavis Bryant and Bishop Sankey, um, Kendall Wright. There were a lot of NFL, NFL pedigree on that roster. And we didn't hear anything about it. Nothing. It doesn't mean nothing happened. I mean, right. where are we in the salary cap in the CFL? We don't even know. Right. Uh, Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg watching. He says, I have work to do, but I can't turn the show off because I need to hear Zach Benson. Yeah, Benny coming up. I'll let you know because you're one of our P1s. He is uh, going to be joining us at, at the top of hour two. Okay. Andrew Sutton watching on YouTube says, Good fight card this upcoming weekend with UFC 272. That should give you something to do, Rod, on the weekend. Masvidal versus Covington. I think I'll go to the Shark Club and watch that. I know they'll have it. Shark Club, oh, Gearfoot yeah. Meadows. For sure they will. Which, by the way, I don't think this is in your calendar, but once we're done on Thursday, I think we're going to go for wings. At the Shark Club? What's that wing sauce they have? What you, the uh, golden, golden Shark? Golden Shark. That's yours. <laughs> by the way, for the people that um, tell me what to do on this show, just so you know, this is how this goes. We got this buffet here at the Gray Eagle 
It's Calgary's best buffet, and we love it. The other night, it was just like meat and potatoes. I wish my dad was with me. Yeah. Roast beef, mashed potatoes, roasted sweet potatoes. It was... Country's too. Country-style stew. It was like my mom made it. And I pulled one of these. Hey, hey guys, what'd you say to adding some pizza on here? Maybe some wings. Some ice cream. You know what I got? Yeah, we're working on it. Like Reg Dunlop in the Aces on Slapshot. We're working on it. How be, uh, they might as well have said PFO. <laughs> so don't tell me what to do with my show, because I tried it here at the buffet. It's like, we'll handle the buffet. You do the eating, we'll do the cooking. Oh, Rod, why don't you talk more soccer on this show? Why don't you GTFO? <laughs> and then you go, and, you should put pizza on the buffet. You really should. I did say that. That's funny. It's actually a good thing. This is the least amount of pizza I've eaten in my entire life. Because there's no pizza on the buffet, and it's probably a good thing. When I owned a pizza restaurant, I put on 35 pounds in one year. That should be a surprise to nobody right. that that happened. So anyways, back on point. Um, and sprinkle in your comments with whatever you want. CFL, NFL, we're, we're m- making our way through the topics. But I do want to s- spend a minute on a couple things. One, the NHL tonight, because it's afternoon out in the East. Uh, the Oilers are at Philadelphia tonight. Uh, that might be one that we're going to want to. Is that something you might be interested in? Yeah. The Flames are at Minnesota. All these games really matter now. The Montreal Canadiens are at Winnipeg. And the Jets, they are literally in must. The Jets are in the playoffs the rest of the way. Winnipeg, that should make you excited, right? As fans, every game's a playoff game now. San Jose at Vegas tonight. Anytime Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights, plays, I uh, get uh, excited. But to the MLB lockout, let's be honest about this. Here's the wire story of what I was able to glean. Locked out players and Major League Baseball engaged in a series of intense meetings in an effort to forge the path to a labor deal before management's deadline for salvaging opening day on March 31st. The sides met several times throughout the day Tuesday and made progress toward an agreement, but they remained very far apart on key issues. Commissioner Rob Manfred met with the union twice, once more than he previously had since the lockout started on December the 2nd. They have a 5 p.m. Eastern deadline today to get a deal done so as to not miss any regular season games. Our poll question for you today is, for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center with dealerships all across the prairies, will you miss baseball if MLB doesn't play? I voted yes, I will. What did you vote? Probably no. I voted no. Explain. Just because there are so many other options. Do I enjoy it? Yes. Am I a diehard baseball fan? No, so I don't speak for everybody. But if there's no baseball, I watch more football in the spring. Probably watch and play a little more golf. Probably more tennis I'll be able to find and get into. There'll be more things that'll take up my time. And you know what? Honestly, I'll probably spend more time outside or more time at the lake, you know, and those types of things. So I don't. And I think that's a problem for baseball. I really do. Well, if it's a guy like Clark or the Silver Fox, Kelly Rempel guys that really, really dig the Blue Jays and they can be found wearing Blue Jays gear almost daily and they PVR the games if they miss them, then they would definitely miss it. I'll miss the highlights at night. I'll miss the checking my score app to see what Vladdy did at the plate last night, but I'm not necessarily watching the games. Overall, I'll miss that. Yeah. But I don't sit down and watch every single pitch. 
Bob Jericho is watching on YouTube, and he says, please never talk soccer. My God, I actually love your show, Rod. That will probably change my opinion. Ha, ha, ha. You know, it's funny he says that. We, we, I'm trying to get out of my comfort zone with certain things because I could sit and talk hockey and CFL football all day till the cows come home, but that's not going to grow the show, right? So that's why we're adding to our repertoire. But earlier today, I saw this thing on Twitter. And uh, yeah, here it is. Uh, Chris Abbott, he's a betting guy. And not with Bet Regal, so I'm not going to say who he's with. But he tweeted, I'm so tired of hearing about expected goals and expected saves and expected shots and expected wins. Hockey isn't baseball. It's not static. I know numbers make people feel better and gives this sense of confidence and an analysis, but hockey is not a string of code. I retweeted that and said, this is a comment of the week. I'm tired of this lingo and language. Uh, who is our buddy Clark from um, the betting from DraftKings in Edmonton? Andy McNeil. He says, that's the dumbest comment of the week. I see these guys, these Johnny-come-latelys, these Johnny-come-latelys talking about expected goals, expected this. What the hell are you talking about and for the most part i just bite my tongue and i don't say anything but i'm glad to have another guy say that i think these analytics have been dreamt up and leaned on by people in the media and betting industry and some hockey people that don't know enough about the game they don't know so they lean on these stats and their stories their tweets they're some guys managing a team right yeah i don't need expected shots, expected wins to watch a game and know what the hell happened. But I think some people do. I think these guys don't know enough about the game and they use it as a crutch. That's the issue. When you use it as a crutch, you're right. You know, um, and everybody wants to have a competitive advantage. You know, I've got this stat, this thing, this area that I talk about, and that's why you're going to tune into me and not the other guy because I've got some stat that you don't have. Yeah. Right? It... it <laughs> It's, it's not a lot different than when we started tracking plus minus or tracking the shots in the game, right? That was kind of crazy, right? Why do we got to track the, Scott, the, the shots? The only thing that matters is the score, right? Why yeah. do we got to track plus minus? But what will make it catch on at mainstream is it has to be very simple to understand, right? And simple to convey, and, and you have to be able to see it. If it's complicated, it's going to go over most people's heads and they won't. Overall, attention. what's the point? Yeah. He leads the league in expected shots. What? Okay, I was okay with scoring chances. When they went to scoring chances, eh, I could get that. Yeah. I mean, technically, every shot's a scoring chance. I've seen goalies get, be beat on 150-foot shots. It, it's the same as football <laughs> announcers, and I love this, this, this conversation because I think those stats are important up in the boardroom. You can see the money ball stuff, but fans don't understand that at scale. When we're talking about it on a sports cast, it's like when you have announcers that want to say the boundary corner and the, the half inside Sam linebacker, the Will linebacker, the Mike linebacker, the Eagle back, whatever. And it's like, as a football guy, I understand what all that means. But for an audience, they don't understand that. So give yeah. me inside and outside linebacker at most. Give me cornerback. Give me slot back. We understand those simple terms. And if you're trying to use these advanced analytics stats to predict who's going to win a playoff game or a series, as my mom would say, you might as well be pissing into the wind. Because the analytics don't track heart. You know? 
Um, Chris Jarl is watching in Surrey, BC, and he says, "Bingo, Rod. Bingo." Don't we have a Rick Regan, a Rick Regan that says, "Hot take." That's hot my hot take. take today. There you go. Guys that don't understand the game and girls lean on analytics like that. Alex Fulton is watching in Tirana in the Game Plus newsroom, and he says, "Hey, Roddy, if there's no baseball this year." I will miss how amazing the month of October is. Best month in sport. Alex, the one thing for you, and I think we need a road trip to Toronto to go to a Blue Jays game with all the Game Plus staff. Amen. Our people and their people, let's bring it together. Um, there's going to be a season. It's just, are they going to start on time? Right. So you don't got to worry about October, Alex. And by the way, Rob in Cold Lake, Alberta says, trifle is a British thing. Not that wild, but I think trifle for you put a cake, then you slap some pudding, then you slap another cake, and then a little more pudding and some whipped cream. Voila. Yeah. But this one the other night was turtles trifle. Turtles. Stop. I know. It was loaded with turtles, chocolate turtles. I, I couldn't, I couldn't stop. I know. I keep going back to the buffet every night looking to see if the turtles trifles back. And the trifles, it was, it was turtles, and it was double chocolate, it was tiramisu, it was like, oh my God, they're playing all the hits. Stop! <laughs> what are you trying to do? Kill us? Anyways, we'll be right back to the aforementioned Grey Eagle Resort and Casino in a moment. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. All right, sorry about that. I don't know what's going on here today. We've got some uh, tech gremlins at our facility here. And listen, Clark, if you don't mind, Where did I leave off? Was I talking CEBL or was I talking uh, Kyle Davidson? What's the last you heard? Oh, he said he didn't get anything. Oh, wonderful. It didn't go. Great. Well, the breaking news today on this Tuesday, Kyle Davidson was named general manager of the Chicago Blackhawks. The 33-year-old had been interim GM since October 26 after Stan Bowman stepped down in the wake of the Brad Aldrich scandal. Well, I'll say it all over again. He'd been with the Blackhawks since 2010 when he was an intern. He joined the team as a hockey operations intern, Kyle Davidson. So he's been to the team for 12 seasons. In 2018, he was named assistant GM. And in the news release, it says at NHL.com, retired Blackhawks forwards Marion Hossa, Patrick Sharp, and Eddie Olchek were part of the advisory group that assisted in the GM search. I find that interesting. They obviously know who Kyle Davidson is. I don't. If Hosa Sharp and Eddie Olchik say, this is the guy that we want, then cool. I'm sure they made their recommendations, and then CEO Danny Wirtz would have had the final call. Yeah. Um, I'm, in, I'm searching the news release going, did he play? I don't anywhere see. And if I went to Hockey DB, there's probably 30 guys named Kyle Davidson that played. <laughs> I know. In the history of hockey. Well, I know. There's How would I know this is him? I'd love to know if he had some sort of playing history as we go back to this analytics thing. But where are we on the Blackhawks hiring a general manager, a, a 33-year-old? Can't, you know, I say good for them. I don't know the guy. So Yeah, and for me, it's all about the team around them, right? The leadership team. 
And hopefully there's a mix of experience. And, you know, as a young guy in his 30s, he's going to bring some new fresh ideas to the table, which I think is probably a good thing. But, you know, you need a little you need a good mix, I think, in any organization. So you need to have some some good, strong leadership, some people who have been around a while, some new blood. And so if he's going to bring the new blood, that's good. Yeah. So that was the news of this Tuesday morning. Kyle Davidson is the new general manager of the Chicago Blackhawks. Now, what I also mentioned earlier and apparently didn't make it to air. I noticed that you noticed the commercials in uh, the last block about the Canadian Elite Basketball League. The CEBL champions will take on the Americans, Americas live in Calgary now later this month in just over two weeks' time. The Basketball Champions League Americas, known as the BCLA, is the best continental league in the Americas. It's created through an innovative partnership between FIBA national federations and pro basketball leagues and it's coming to calgary the cebl champion edmonton stingers will be in action as the bcla's come to calgary's Windsport arena the home of hockey canada march 14th to the 16th so you can get your tickets pro basketball if you haven't seen what the cebl is you have to and you can buy the tickets now at cebl.ca and come and join moose and i for it because we will be here and at it at Winsport Arena. So how about that? How about so in that? this particular, yeah, in this particular uh, segment, we talk about the Blackhawks and we talk about the BCLA. And I think it's interesting that the uh, CABL would have this event in Calgary. You've been doing the deals with them. They don't have a franchise here in the league. Right. So what's my Calgary? Great, I like it. Yeah, great exposure. And you know, we don't know anything you know, crazy, but maybe Calgary would be a great fit for a CEBL team. You know, a chance to take the temperature and see what the basketball market is. The Windsport Arena is a beautiful facility. Great place to come and check out the game. So the atmosphere is going to be awesome, packed in there. Um, it's going to be a mix of some kids there. We're going to see some great basketball. And so this is some of the best international basketball you'll see in the world from all the pro leagues. So it's going to be fun. I think, Clark, how are we on time? Should we take a, a break here or keep going? Yeah, okay, so we'll get back on track time-wise, and I hope that we have gotten through these uh, technical gremlin issues today because we haven't had many no. since uh, we started at Grey Eagle. I don't know what's going on. Although I did hear like a jackhammer going off above me this morning in the hotel. So I have seen a little work oh, no. happening around and like every time we come back, it's the internet's great, but it's just, they must be maybe unplugging it and plugging it back in. Like something's going on. I know. I do need to talk a little bit about the MLB lockout and we'll update those poll results. Will you miss it if MLB doesn't play? And I want to talk about some of the, uh, I don't like doing it, but we have to talk about some of the key issues of what they're fighting about. And I have that information, okay? So we'll be right back to Gray Eagle, Calgary's entertainment destination right after this. You're watching on YouTube Live, Game Plus Television, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. This is it. Viewer takeover, the final segment of a tumultuous first hour. And I want to say hats off to our tech crew. Back in the sweatpants capital, Jordan, Clark, and uh, Rolf, Ryan, whom, whomever is uh, 
keeping us on the air. Like like you say, somebody's fiddling with us. It might be Russia, and I don't say that jokingly. <laughs> we used to say that, right? Being... I don't just mean this. The internet's down with Canadian press, and it's it's been a few days here. Scary time. You and I are being tested, right? But today's just another test. By the way, kudos to you, our viewers, for stepping up and supporting Kinsman Telemiracle, the online fifty-fifty, because the draw is tomorrow now. So you have now 24 hours to get the draw. But Clark was saying before we went here, $50,000 uh, raised just in the last 24 hours to up that total to 238 grand. Please get your tickets. You're down to 24 hours now, folks. Telemiracle.com. And again, with internet issues, get it done now. You don't wait. Don't be a last-minute society. Uh, all proceeds go to support Kinsman Telemiracle 46. The Kinsman Foundation helps people every day. Improve their quality of life and independence through the gifts of mobility, equipment, and medical travel assistance. So please get your tickets in the next 24 hours. You have to be from Saskatchewan, in Saskatchewan, and 19 years of age or over. And thank you for those that helped out. Uh, those that benefit from it, thank you as well. I said that we were going... Like, I get the people are, are in the chat want to talk about the Raptors, and maybe we'll carry that over next hour. I talked about as much Raptors as I'm interested in talking today. Major League Baseball is in a lockout, and something just flipped. In our poll, the results for Capital Automall University Collision Center, it's now, the last I looked, Moose, the question is, will you miss baseball if MLB doesn't play? 59% of respondents saying, no, they won't miss MLB. And I'm not going to put you on the spot and ask if you've looked at any of the key issues because you're too busy. I did this morning, however, and they are this. They want to drop the playoff teams from 14 to 12. I don't understand why that is. Because we had the extra wild card, right? Yeah. The last couple of years. But they want to get rid of the second wild card and go to 12 playoff teams. They want to up the minimum salary, which I get. They want to increase the luxury tax. We lost it again. Are we on the air, Clark, or not? He can't hear you if you're not on the air. you got to look. I'm still going. I'm on the air. You're not. Ah, I got kicked off. How about that? I bet you Zach Benson's logging in. <laughs> yeah, Zach's logging in. Uh, sheesh. And the, uh, let's just leave him off the air and you're good. Would you do me a favor? Sounds good. I, would you do me a favor? Yeah. I uh, yeah. Do that. Can you make a special coffee for I, me? No, I will. A couple of cream and... Uh, yeah. You no, even, I got you. Thank you. I got you. We're having a day. We're this is, having a day. This is how the team works. Yeah, teamwork team makes too. the dream work. And so the luxury tax is going to be increased. Thank you, Moose. And the pre-arbitration pool. I don't even know what the hell that is. And that's what they're fighting over. So the Moose has just got up and left the building. I, I, I swear, this has happened to us before. Where somebody in another floor, and it hasn't just been a Eagle, somebody's fiddling with the internet, they're resetting it, and it's knocking us off the air, and it's causing great stress for those whose job it is to keep us on the air, not to mention the people sitting behind the microphone. Ryan H. is watching on YouTube, and last minute of play, last minute of play in hour one. He says, speaking of ghosts today, Rod, were you ever influenced by broadcaster Art Bell? No. Not at all. I've listened to Art Bell. He's the conspiracy theorist, the UFO guy. I listened to him when I was driving across the prairies at 2 o'clock in the morning when there was nothing else on the radio. I was not influenced by Art Bell in any way, shape, or form. Paul Harvey 
Yes. And I was once told that he could broadcast a parade by himself for an entire afternoon without stumbling over his words once. And I thought that would be something for me to aspire to as a play-by-play guy, to broadcast for hours and not stumble over my words once. Paul Harvey influenced me, not Art Bell. Zach Benson and Donnie Andrews next hour. Stick around after this here on Game Plus. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit RodPeterson.com. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.